0: This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com damageguild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content.
1: Previously on the Damage Guild Podcast. Another black-cloaked figure materializes behind him. Tokus, you feel compelled to lend the whispering voice the crown.
2: I can let him have the crown, but that doesn't mean I can't turn around and try to kill him.
1: Give us back that crown, you thief. I'm no thief. Your friend just gave it to me. The escaping man proceeds to run as fast as he can manage. I'm gonna run after him. We need help! They're in the training hall! Sound the alarm! This creature is fully enraged. It just punches you straight in the ribs. That brings me down one. Well, Wonderful. Stripey is hit for 28. He is now down. He is going to continue pounding Aslo into the ground.
3: Hey, you big dumb dummy. Pick on someone your own size. I will brandish my torch menacingly. Rush down the
1: hole. Unleash your lightning whip. Pull him back. And he falls at your feet. I think I should just light this guy up. Your fire vial strikes it and it collapses in the smoldering heap. You see Rivenend lying on the floor. What? No. Rivenend.
3: I flip him over Rivenend Speak to me Give him a Slap on the face Oh no He's still breathing But it looks like He was hit hard And knocked out Oh no no. Rivenend We need medical attention Quick Someone get a cleric
0: (laughs) Someone with healing powers Quick Get in
2: here Emergency cleric Oh wait I have healing spells
3: (laughs) Uh, Rivenend Here's a cure
1: (laughs) light wounds Okay you cure him Yes I cast cure He wakes up Kind of groggy and looks at you
3: Rivenend. what happened? Uh, I'm so sorry I blamed you for all this It was
1: before I knew you were (laughs) unconscious
3: (laughs) Which I totally did, by the way
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, the last thing I remember I was talking with with Desner And then I saw something move out of the corner of my eye And I can't remember what happened after that I turned to look, but I don't remember I look
3: around on the floor for Desner
1: Desner, where are you? Desner? Your crowd is still gathering here, and you see one of the newer people comes in and says, I know Desner, I don't see him around here.
0: Where is he? <laughs> he must have walked away before the attack happened.
3: He's suspect number one. No, he said he was talking to Desner when it happened.
0: So that was the last thing he remembered. Desner could have left. Desner?
3: <laughs>
0: Desner.
1: Desner is found, and you find out that it is the cultist who you killed. What?
2: Oh. I, that's what I was going to say earlier, uh. guys. Like, I, I feel like our guild doesn't do full-blown background checks mm. on people before they join. <laughs> a, but B, like, members could be turned to the cult after we recruit them. So, like, I don't, I don't know if we're that safe here. Mm. Huh. Case in point.
3: Case in point.
2: Wow, up until now, I assumed that we were safe, but
3: yeah, you're right. How doth a person, an individual... Uh, access my interdimensional room, extradimensional room. How does a person knock on my door? How do they get to the place <laughs> up to the point where they can come into my room with me?
1: Mithril members and higher are allowed to ask for access to specific members' rooms. Usually, Mithril members will be granted access to whatever rooms they need to get into. There's one person who oversees that, but he is, uh, Or Uh, what level was Desner? Desner was only
2: iron. Iron. Only iron. Well, that doesn't mean he wasn't weak. Or was weak. Right.
3: I believe we should have a thorough search performed. And I pull you guys aside so nobody else hears this. Guys, is there any way we can talk to the top brass and have a thorough search of everyone's extra dimensional rooms performed for the red threads?
1: Everyone's?
3: Everyone. Every single guild member. How many is everyone?
1: See, not everyone uses them, but you're probably talking over a hundred.
3: If the leaders of this guild are okay with allowing members of the cult to exist and infiltrate this guild, then this is not a guild that I any longer wish to be a part of. That's a good point. I will turn in my badge and never return here again if they are not willing to take action on this.
0: Now that we know for a fact that the cult has infiltrated
3: It should be a mandatory search of every room and every thread on every item of clothing to root out <laughs> cult members who have joined.
0: Do we see uh who's the highest ranking person that we see gathered here right now?
1: You see one mithril who you actually recognize it is Lilith. Mm. Oh, Lilith Lilithura.
0: Yes. That's right. So we say what Shaba just said to Lilith. We wish to
3: call a quorum, Lilith. A quorum decorum? Yes. Quorum decorum. When will it be done?
1: Well, uh, that makes sense. So I don't have the authority to call for that sort of thing, but I can present it to the higher ups and see what they think about it. I can't promise you anything, but I'll see what gets done. Certainly.
3: Very well. Uh, I
0: huddle up with the two of you again and I say. Now, of course, by the time this gets approved and they do the
3: things and they all the red tape, the bureaucracy. Yeah,
0: exactly. Anyone who has these their cloak in their room, of course, could just scram by then. Or it's possible that anyone uh, like Desner just didn't keep anything in their extra-dimensional room that would connect them to the cult.
3: Correct. We should also probably get rid
2: of our cultists. Yeah, that
3: too. Before that happens, (laughs) that would look pretty bad.
2: <laughs> or just keep them at Aslo's house or something. We could put them in our extra dimensional uh, space.
0: <laughs> I turn to Lilith and say, could you just wait like eight hours or so?
3: <laughs> just give us to like.
2: start that investigation.
3: Yeah, like a few hours. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> what if we put our cloaks, because we might need them again. Yeah. What if we put them in the. The satchel. Yeah. Mm. Interdimensional satchels. Yep. Yeah, it's a good idea. Let's just do that in front of everybody right
3: now.
2: (laughs) 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 Wait, what happens if when
0: you use an interdimensional satchel in an extra-dimensional room? Mm.
3: What happens
1: when you turn a bag of holding inside out? (laughs) The satchel itself doesn't have an extra-dimensional space in it. It just transports its contents into one. Mm. So it works a little differently than most of these bags of holdings. Oh, I see. Hmm. Do
2: we want to stick around and finish our training?
1: Uh, yeah,
2: we're going to have to restart our
3: training, as though the, f- <laughs> the last five days never happened.
2: Is that how that works?
3: Yes.
0: We were about to pack up for the night and go to sleep, so yeah. I think we should do that.
3: But yes, afterwards we will pretend that the five previous days do not exist. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think
0: they still count for training purposes, just not
2: me wearing the crown purposes. Sure. What if you slept with the crown? That'd be eight hours towards the crown week. Well, he has to he sleep, has to sleep it with it. He has to sleep with it. Oh, you've been sleeping with it? How's that? Yeah, How's that for comfort?
3: Yeah, he has to make sure it doesn't come off in his sleep. That's a tall order.
0: Yeah, you see these bags under my eyes? You wonder what that's from? <laughs> <You> try sleeping <laughs> with a crown on your head. you just like a little bit of glue? Yeah, yeah. he's
3: been sitting upright in his armchair every night by the hearth. <laughs>
0: I was thinking uh, earlier, now that this has happened, I want to find some way to like secure the crown to my curly locks mm-hmm. so that it can't be easily removed. You should. <laughs>
1: You're going to braid your hair into the crown?
0: Yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah I like that. Perfect. <laughs> that yeah. way it can't be mage-handed off my head. But
2: then if anybody's trying to steal the crown, they're going to cut your hair. Or just rip it out. Or they have to cut your head off, and then they take the... It's a risk I'm willing to take. You're
1: going to have to scalp you. <laughs> Okay, well you can spend an hour every morning braiding your hair into the (laughs) crown After I finish my bowl of critical hits
3: (laughs) Uh, Critical hits (laughs) Morning's breakfast That's some great callback humor, Brian, nice job The perfect start to any adventurer's day (laughs)
1: Uh, From General Mills General Kills (laughs) Okay, anyway Things are calming down Rubenend is being tended by some other healers And he seems to be doing all right the other guild members are going back to their rooms, or wherever they were before. And I guess you settle down in your rooms for the night, or you were staying in one room for now, weren't you?
3: Yes. And we're keeping watch just as though we were camping out, because you can never be too careful these days.
1: hmm Well, the next couple of days pass uneventfully, and you complete your training sufficiently to level up. Hey! hey. Oh.
3: Yes, sweet giblet. What level are we again, guys? we Just reached
0: level seven. No, level six. Yeah, no,
1: level seven. No, level level seven. seven. It's
0: level seven. That's seven. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Level
3: yeah. seven.
0: I know my numbers.
1: So, as I recall, you also were planning to spend some of this training time, kind of researching who in the guild you might be able to trust as potential for holding on to the crown or whatever. Yeah And who the leadership is and stuff So I have little uh, vignettes on each of them
3: And also each night I'm going to be attempting to unlock the puzzle box I'm going to try to open it
1: Okay I figure since it's Give just me a series of intelligence
3: checks Okay I figure since it's just a bauble that I bought at a carnival It's not going to really have anything of value in it But one never knows Intelligence
1: checks Is this Okay this is just a check not a saving throw
3: I do have a decent intel.
1: So, give me seven for the week and count up how many 20s you get.
3: 20s. Yikes. 20 total?
1: Yeah. Modified.
3: Well, there's a 19, so I have to roll a 19. (laughs) (laughs) So, I received zero 20s. So, you have made no progress. (laughs) Tokus, why don't you take a crack at this puzzle (laughs) box?
2: Let me give it a try. What what do I need for this thing? A 20s. It's an intelligence check. You're trying to get a 20. It's an intelligence check. I might be pretty good at that Let's say I just give it to Tokus during his watch During his shift I get a 17 I mean a uh, 16
3: Make 7 of them You need a 20 total I have to
2: get a 20? 7, seven checks though dude seven I get checks. 7 checks
3: You get 6 more checks Alright
2: that's not it either Nope It's 3
1: so far
3: Nope You know what you should do Tokus? Hey Tokus I have an idea
2: I d- failed it again Okay What's up?
1: I don't think you could apply Bardic Inspiration to this This is like uh, a working all night check Okay, never mind
2: That was closer I rolled a 13 Which would I need to roll a 16 To get a 20 Or higher Yeah And I haven't rolled that once Okay You can do it Oh, I just got it on, like, hey! I guess my last attempt, told second to last on attempt. On the
3: very last
1: day. I
2: got a 21.
1: Okay. That makes logical sense. So, in the whole week, you've managed to make it past the first significant lock, and it's halfway opened now. Yay! But you can't get it whatever's inside. <laughs> All
3: right.
0: Awesome. So you have one more day to try?
1: Progress. Was that the last day or the
3: second to last day?
0: I'm pretty sure that was his sixth.
3: Oh well, then make your check for the last day, Tokus
2: But I already succeeded.
3: You succeeded and partially you it halfway opening open. it. You got past
2: the first lock. I have one last roll. Yeah, this is it. Make it count. I didn't get it. I got. It. I rolled a six which is a ten. Give that back. Take
3: <laughs> it back. Partially
2: opened.
0: Well, shout out to our listeners on our Discord server who reminded us well, that we do that. have this puzzle box to open <laughs> from like fifty episodes <laughs> ago. <laughs>
3: Then I go to the store and I buy a war hammer
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll open this box
3: It's the last thing I do No, I'll just let Tokus hold on to it and make checks every night Actually, maybe all three of us during our shifts Should just (laughs) continue to make checks until we get this Anyway, the week has passed (laughs) and Now this was starting from the attack or starting from the beginning of our training?
1: From the beginning of your training
3: Okay So it's only been a couple of days since the attack
1: Okay, cool so
3: then we still have
1: five more days of hanging out at the guild. Well, you don't have to stay here. You can go wherever you want, and as long as he doesn't take the crown off. it's. Well, we want to stay here, because
3: it's the safest place we know anymore. All right.
1: Well, I have descriptions of all of the leadership that's currently around. So Titan, or Orichalcum. Most of those members aren't present at the moment. They tend to be away a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to just paste it in the chat, and then you can pick out information to read to... People. sure
3: yeah whilst we are in the midst of our training i would like to do a little bit of shopping because there's one thing a very important deficiency that we now have is that we've climbed down several chasms that were hundreds of feet deep only because we had Lovix lengthy line now that we no longer do We need to buy several lengths of 50-foot hempen rope and fuse them together into one (laughs) long 300-foot length of rope.
2: Yeah, it really does stink that we lost Lobbix.
3: Yeah, we Mm -hmm. we need to do that uh, because otherwise we will be unable to traverse large chasms.
2: Do we want something stronger than hempen? Silk? We could upgrade. We could probably splurge to buy silk. Isn't that a better...
3: But then if that gets taken, to, then...
1: I mean, we have the satchels now. It's not like it's that expensive.
3: <laughs> mm.
0: Is it mechanically any different?
1: It weighs much less. Oh, okay. Might be stronger, I don't remember.
3: Yeah, let's do that. Is the holding power stronger? Yeah, that's what matters. Realistically, it is, but I don't know about the rules. Okay. Well, are we going by the rules or are we going realistically?
2: <laughs> so, we're bringing up the other deficiency, which is one or more of us should diversify our weapon types. That as well. Yeah. Yeah. Are
3: we able to find, like, a rope maker to fuse us a longer piece of rope?
1: You could just buy extra long rope. You don't have to buy it in 50-foot sections.
3: Oh, I thought you had to buy it in f- I thought, like, you go to the general... Mart, and they have it like already and pre-packaged. It, they just sell it pre-cut in fifty-foot lengths. <laughs> so they just have a big box where you pull it out, and you just and you just keep pulling it until
1: you. They would have different lengths available. Oh, okay, you could find one. Perfect, longer. Well, then we need that. Also, what we need is to each have a tool
3: that can saw through metal. I go to Almar's <laughs> shop. Almar, please, I would like to buy three tools that can cut through metal, please. Okay, so you're
1: gonna get some hacksaw type things.
2: Oh, are you referring to the acid puzzle room?
1: Yeah, those guys had like full bags full of tools of all sorts of things they might come across. They could mm. deal with. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was realizing they did come down with you know those like crates full of stuff, spelunking
3: too. kits mm-hmm. and things like that. All kinds of gear. Yeah. Um. So I just I all I want to know is what type of mundane tool is there that I can reasonably escape from prison if I'm locked away because
1: my (laughs) motives are misunderstood, which has happened before. I mean, I'm sure there'd be some kind of hexa, just one of the better steels available. Okay. How much is that going to run me? Three gold. Okay.
0: Silk rope is 10 gold per 50 feet, whereas hemp rope is only one gold per 50 feet, Mm. so if we want to get 300 feet, that's 60 gold, as opposed to 6. Yeah. It's a pretty big difference. Hmm. So let's just get the hemp. Works for me. Asla's feeling generous. He's going to buy the 300 feet hemp and rope.
3: Sweet. Thanks, Asla.
0: Tokus, I believe I gave... Yeah, I think we used the opals from the statue's eyes as part of our uh, bid for the
2: people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, did I ever cash the... Remember how I switched out of chromatic orb? Did I cash out the gem that was worth 50 gold?
3: Uh, didn't we put that up for the... No.
2: I, I put up the gems from the, uh, the giant. The bag of assorted gems mm-hmm. that I made better. I'm, I'm referring to the 50 gold piece worth gem from Chromatic Orb. I, I wrote it in my notes seven months ago uh, is when the note says. Okay. I can't remember if I cashed it. I don't remember. Are you doing anything with it? I
1: don't think you did. You probably still have it. Yeah, I don't think so.
2: so. I wonder what I'm going to do with that. I need to fence it or something.
1: Yeah, I mean you could go to a jeweler and sell it.
2: I will. This is a town. There's jewelers. Yeah, during the <laughs> training, I'll I'll get rid of the gem. Do you think I can make back the fifty? Yeah. Okay. So I will do that.
0: While we're doing bookkeeping, real quick, I have the shadow stone and the wand of web crossed off. Did I hand that off to one of you?
3: Uh, let's, let's see.
2: Two months ago, I have a note. Brian has the wand of web.
3: Tokus has the shadow stone because he used it. To during the escape. Yeah.
2: Okay. That's right.
3: Uh, I do not have the wand of web.
2: I think you have the wand of web, Brian, because I have a month. I have from two months ago. I have a note. Brian has the wand of web. Okay. So I think, I think that's what that is. Do you want to keep the shadow stone, or should I take it back? You can have it back. Okay.
0: Oh, that's right. I can, uh, I can use that now with certain cool things that I have.
3: At level seven. Oh, I'm oh We're level seven, aren't we,
2: guys? I got a whole another spell slot. Of the first level variety. Dang, no. man! Didn't you get a second level slot too? I have two what? second level slots. Dude. It's like I'm an actual spellcaster. Finally, Whoa. at the seventh level. Eh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. But I have I have second level spells, guys. Man. Limited by only being evocation or abjuration. But sure, I, I have second level spells. <laughs> Guys, we gotta go to the the weapons shop. We go to the weapons shop. We do. We've got to. So I'm at the I'm at the weapons shop, and I'm looking through all the different martial melee weapons. And there's not a whole lot of. I mean, I guess Shaba and I are the ones that have the most flexibility. So, so what do we got? We've got piercing from a bow. We have piercing and slashing covered pretty well. Well, we have slashing just with stripy. Short swords are oh, piercing, piercing. Piercing. They are piercing. Okay. Yeah. Kingslayer is piercing, right? Piercing. So. Crossbow th- bolts, piercing. Th- there's not a lot of light weapons that work for your dual wielding. I was looking at the list. Yeah. Your choices are short sword or scimitar. Sh- yeah. A scimitar, sure, it puts you under 25 gold pieces, but it would give you an offhand that has slashing. Yeah. Might not be worth it. Might not be. Uh, for me, I feel like I should pick up a warhammer. Not so much because it gives me the option to. Wield it with versatility, but this would. I would be like the only person in the party that has bludgeoning. Mm hmm. Yeah. That would be very h- handy. I'd have to like reinstall the fire starter onto the warhammer and make it a fire hammer somehow. <laughs> and would it really be green flame blade anymore? You could also get a maul, which is 2d6. Ooh. It's two handed. But mauls are two hander. That's
0: true, but.
1: Two d six. It's also heavy, which means he would have disadvantage on all attack rolls.
2: Oh, really? Wow, that's yeah. pretty bad. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, so I could, if I wanted to save a little bit of money, I could go with a flail. A flail. One d eight bludgeoning.
1: You're worried about five gold at level seven.
2: Yeah, you might as well get the warhammer because if I lose my shield or don't want the shield, I can two hand it and get an extra two points of damage potential.
0: That's true. So, so I think you're getting a warhammer think
3: I should get
1: away. You could have both keep the warhammer and the rapier. Yeah,
2: I could keep the rapier. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And it could be one of those things where I should just weapon bond to both of them instead of my whip, because I can always just use the whip as a lightning lore. Other, other options. There is the longsword, which is slashing, and basically the equivalent of the warhammer, but we want me to branch out. We want me to be our bludgeoner, right?
0: I think so, yeah. The other, uh, other factor here is that uh, Shaba and I both have magic weapons, which to get around a lot of these Mm -hmm. issues limitations
2: yeah so I mean maybe you don't blow any money getting a scimitar but maybe I should just go to the magic weapon shop and get a magic weapon already finally yeah
3: the magic weapon shop I
2: was looking into how you get a magic weapon like if a a magic weapon doesn't drop in your adventure how you get one is very complicated and very dependent on how like the dungeon master's running their adventure and very expensive and tedious and Mm -hmm. yeah but Tokus has a lot of other sweet tools It's not like I'm pining fame for a weapon right now
1: You've got your own magic attacks too, you have spells Yeah, I have, I have mm. ways to
2: get around the fact that I don't have a magic weapon So yeah, why don't I just yeah. suck it up and get a nice Can I get like a, like a dwarven-inspired warhammer? Like something that kind of matches
1: the aesthetic mm. You could get an actual dwarven one There are dwarves in town
2: Oh man, I go to the... Yeah. You could swing by a glass rock real quick Well, no. I'll go see the dwarves in town. Surely they've got a smithy up and running.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. All right. So we don't have to roleplay all this. You can buy whatever your equipment.
2: All right. So I will spend fifteen smackeroons and get a warhammer. Nice. And I will get in touch with my inner my inner dwarf, and I will sit with the warhammer for an hour and channel a ritual. And (laughs) Uh, real quick, before you
0: actually finish that thought. No, not going to. Um, how, how are you doing on the gold front, there, Tokus? I'm doing all right. Because I remember that we have a certain very expensive trip coming up.
2: I'm 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 doing okay.
0: For which we've been saving.
2: Do you know what trip I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what trip you're talking about. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm doing well. I, I can totally afford this. All right. I, I also just sold the the diamond that was worth fifty.
1: Mm. Uh. So uh, you've actually met all but one of the members here who's currently present. For the Adamantite class, there's Shogar Torres, Kim Skilly Inak, Tef Kwatai, and Keradrodin Aindu. He's the one that you have not met. You can ask around and listen in on conversations and gather information about these people, and so here's everything that you've learned. And there are only two Orichako members currently here, Faelard Aldrin and Sedina Clearspring. You've met most of these people uh, in your previous meetings with the higher-level guild members when you talked to them about the cult, when you asked about the artifacts, and so on.
2: Yeah. Man, a lot of these folks would be good for us to link up with Kim Skelly, Taf Kwatai. Yeah, TAFE in particular
0: has a pretty strict outlook on rooting out the cult. And killing its members.
2: But look at Kim Skilly as well.
0: Yeah, but Kim Skelly seems to believe that the cult has already been dealt with for the time being and wants to focus on other dangers. Hmm. The last two
2: are Orochalcum. What are the first ones? They're adamantite. They're
1: adamantite. I adamantite. missed that when I was copying it. Okay.
2: I, I mean, Tafe, yeah. Tafe is obviously the one who cares the most out of what we have here. But will he be the most useful?
3: Hmm. Tafe is the most adamant about hating the cult.
2: I think that's what's most important. Sedina also would be maybe useful to talk with. She knows the most about the Emperor's Regalia and its history. She's also known to be kind and gentle and treats humans, halflings, dwarves, and other shorter lived races as children to be cared for and protected. So she might like us. She's an an elf. She's an an elf. elf. Okay. But what if that's a front? Mm. A front for
3: not being kind? (laughs)
2: Well, <laughs> front for being a cultist Yeah, I mean, how, why does she know the most about the cult? Right Yeah, that's fair That's fair, Brian That's another good question
1: She wasn't talking about the cult She's the one that told you about the relics Right What they were known to do mm-hmm. uh, yes. It might
2: be nice to pay her a visit at some point And asking more about the other relics
3: I think if she knew a lot about the history and the relics And she was in the cult Then she would hide that fact rather than advertise it
1: true. Taif is a triton, so he comes from underwater. Mm. So Taif wants to see the cult rooted out and his members killed as soon as possible. He's considering putting together a coalition of adventuring parties to begin the hunt using mm. his own funding and leading it himself if the guild as a whole doesn't approve soon. But he wants to at least get the king's approval before executing his plan. Oh, uh, I like this guy.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> joined the guild 20 years ago. Dang. And he's been out of man's for
3: 10. Sure. Sh- He's a triton after my own heart.
2: <laughs> well, why don't we put our name on the list of adventuring parties that wants to join up? But that, does that mean that we're not going to go on our side quest, though?
3: That's a good question.
2: We had decided
0: last time that we were going to head to Maringar next, right? Yeah.
1: Either Maringar or you also wanted information on Waspal?
2: That might have also been before we knew the full or lack of strength for the crown for Aslo. I feel like, didn't we make that decision around the same time we were coming to grips with how not strong the crown is for us?
1: Which decision?
2: The decision to see if we could... Give it to someone take else? Take over Waspel.
1: Oh, take over Waspel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I think we had already
0: figured out what the crown did. This was like all the way, like very at the end of the last session. We were deciding
1: what to do next. Right.
3: Yeah. So it's definitely our first, the cult second. We have a clearer path to victory against Felmandar.
1: Mm-hmm. First Felmendar, then Waspel, then the world. The world. Exactly.
2: <laughs> we just have to find Felmandar first. Mm-hmm. This puzzle box must have something super important that it's so difficult to open. <laughs> <laughs> or we're just really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we talk, should we connect with Taif Kotai? Let's definitely talk to Taif.
0: I think that's a good good first step
3: Yeah, I think perhaps we should do lunch Yeah, eat lunch, uh, talk to Tafe We should wine him and dine him a little
2: bit Let him know we're we're all on the same page Where do you think he's going to want to get food? The blue salmon?
3: Probably the blue salmon Yeah He'll probably want
2: salmon <laughs> He's also blue himself <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Oh no
3: I, I don't know how Triton differ from Sahuagin But I imagine they probably hate each other, right? are tritons actually just like merfolk are they a merfolk allegory basically okay
0: Mm. all right and so wagon are fish people
1: i mean not with like the fish fin and everything they have feet and legs yeah oh wow okay i wonder how it feels to be
3: part of our world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) i believe trigus garganath was a
3: uh, triton oh that's right yes old trick
0: in the dice girls podcast one of our (laughs) early supporters um yes let's like play close to the vest now that we have this known entity in the sapphire sabers let's kind of feel him out
2: maybe we talk to him about what he would do to root out the cult in the guild
0: yeah and in general Mm -hmm. and then um basically just sort of gaining him as an ally and someone who on who we could potentially rely if the situation came up but I'm not looking to just, like, hand him the crown straight away. Sure. If that makes sense. Yeah.
3: Like I said, let's let's schmooze him a little bit. We'll set up a, a little get-together. We'll have some hors d'oeuvres, some yeah. some apps. Shake a few hands, kiss a few babies. <laughs> all right. We'll be all set. Well, uh, yeah. We'll get to know him a little bit. Let's do that.
0: We set up a reservation at the Blue Salmon. That's right. Their finest
3: table. For five. We'll need a booster seat for the badger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and for the halfling and the gnome Yeah we need booster seats
0: too Three, Three booster seats, seats please
2: <laughs> But only one children's menu uh, With the crayons uh, I, like, I like drawing Tokus uh, has a little bit of a short attention span
3: uh, One of you gets the blue and the green And the other one gets the red and the yellow yep.
2: Is that how you split them up with your own kids Jay? Uh, Lily's too
3: little to have crayons just yet But I imagine that will be what happens They'll start fighting And we'll have to get two packs Instead of them splitting just one <laughs> But they have some inventive ones Like I think at Red Robin they have like the double-sided Where like half of it's red and the other half is blue mm. So you just flip it around oh. They've got a lot of good technology these days <laughs> Crayon-wise <laughs>
0: I really feel like crayon technology has advanced.
3: Has just it has skyrocketed leaps and bounds. I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah, really has. So
1: lunch with Tafe. You set up an appointment. You don't have too much difficulty getting one because you're kind of the center of everything that's been happening lately. Mm. So other people seem to recognize that and are giving you a little bit more sway than your rank would otherwise indicate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Tafe meets you at Blue Simon. But
3: before we go any further. It's that time again That's right Time for another Royal Decree This one comes to us from Colin and Ian It's addressed to Brayton Colin and Ian say We wish a happy birthday to Potato Farmer Brayton Even if it is a bit late We are excited to see where your campaign is going and what plot twists are in its future. We hereby dub you Royal Purveyor of Spuds. All this comes from Royal Throne Warmer Colin and Royal Kitchen Spit-Turner Ian, loyal friends of Fluffles the Flying Monkey. I didn't understand what half of those words meant, but happy birthday to Potato Farmer Brayton. We hope you have fun, or we hope you had a great birthday. And thanks to Colin and Ian for being such nice friends. Because even spud purveyors need good friends, like you guys. In fact, let's be honest, spud purveyors need friends probably more than most people.
1: In case you've forgotten, because it's been a while since you last met him, he's about five foot two. He has a confident, proud bearing as he walks, and his skin is mottled blue and green with orange hair. That's right. Mm-hmm. And he wears blue dragon scale armor with a rapier at his hip. Yeah, too bad this guy's wow. awesome. So,
2: <laughs> what's too bad about it?
3: Not too bad. Like it's awesome that it's just <laughs> that he's so awesome. Uh, we just want to express the general sentiment that like, we're on the same page We're very concerned that the cult has infiltrated the guild We want to make sure that we do everything within our power to quash that, to prevent it And whatever efforts the guild and he wants to make to combat the cult We are in wholeheartedly
1: Yes, it is comforting to hear that you are on my side I have been attempting to pull together collectives of those who would be willing to fight alongside me and to seek out the cult in various dangerous locales.
3: On a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you with cult infiltration into the guild?
1: I'm highly concerned that they could manage to get inside. I admit our methods do not require strict adherence to codes and righteous living before we can bring in members, but to think that they've even been promoted is highly upsetting. Now, this new danger of the cult being inside the guild is not one that I was already planning on, but I believe we can move to find those who are members and eradicate them.
0: Do you suspect anyone in particular of being a part of the guild, a part of the cult?
1: I... Cannot say my suspicions hmm. at this time
2: That's fair I realize it may be too early on Well, hopefully you're not suspicious of us I mean, we've been fighting the cult since day one
3: Yeah, full disclosure here We have cultist robes Like, on our persons right now And <laughs> it's just like telling a police officer You've got a gun in the glove box, right? Like, we've got these robes Because we were semi-successful In infiltrating a cult meeting to find out more about their plans
1: yes i remember you discussed that with us after you returned ah that's right Mm.
3: okay all right cool so just we're just just so we're on the same page with that
1: good i
0: had forgotten myself
1: so (laughs) that's
3: good
0: i'm glad you remembered um may i ask what plans you have for rooting out the cult outside of the sapphire sabers
1: that is a difficult thing The king does not wish for us to travel freely through other countries. As you know, the king wishes to remain neutral in all conflicts and Mm. rarely sends guild members or anyone beyond the borders of Ormog.
3: Yes, the king remains neutral in all matters, all conflicts, all colors, all flavors, all numbers, all all everything. (laughs) He's a good guy, that king, King Ormog.
1: It has allowed this country to remain relatively peaceful as compared with those surrounding nations that are constantly at war. I cannot fault the king too much. Still, it is frustrating that we are at his beck and call. I cannot act without his permission, at least not on something as wide scale as this. But I hope to have his... Tacit approval in the coming days. I do not know exactly how long it will take. I'm sure he will discuss it with his other advisors, and there could be deliberations, planning. It could take some time. Mm
3: -hmm. As if the Guild's red tape wasn't bad enough,
1: am I right? Well, in the best case, it is possible that he will give us more men and equipment to help with this, and that would be what some of that time planning and readying things goes towards. Mm. I believe he will at least see that this is a threat to the peace of this nation. Yes. But I do not know exactly how he may choose to respond to that.
3: Uh, On that note, you may or may not have noticed that my halfling friend here appears to have styled himself a a monarch of... (laughs) Of some repute Uh, However, it is only because The properties of this crown Require its wielder uh, To bear it on a constant basis For a certain period of time Now, let's say that you uh, Were entrusted with such an an artifact uh, Or such an artifact Came into your possession Knowing how important it is To the cult And how important it is for them to complete Their mission, which I believe we discussed with you At our last meeting What would you advise that we do with it?
1: So then, the rumors that I have heard are true. This is indeed the crown of Altoria.
0: It's the one. I, like, look around, like, shh, keep your voice down. Never know who might be listening.
3: The last dude who wore this crown before our friend here was ostensibly the great emperor himself.
1: I will not lie, the power that it would grant is indeed tempting. I'm certain that I could put it to great use. However, were I to wear the crown and walk boldly into the den of evil controlled by the cult, I do not know that that would be wise.
3: Well, I wasn't necessarily suggesting that. I was more asking what in the world, what on Kavaki's green planet do you (laughs) think we should do with it?
1: The cult is targeting you. This much is clear from their attack within our own guild. If I were you, I believe it would be prudent to extricate myself from the situation as quickly as possible. Hmm. Perhaps traveling to a distant country, somewhere where the cult is unlikely to find you. Hmm. Hmm. Unfortunately, we do not know at this time how far their tendrils have reached. Yes. I do not believe they could be everywhere. So
3: you wouldn't seek out some means by which to strip it of its power? Whether that be geographically or magically, like in terms of actually weakening the artifact, or just putting it somewhere where it's hard to find, apart from just going to a different country. We're thinking interplanar here.
1: Well, I am certain the cult has many talented wizards and priests among its members. There's always the chance that they could travel through planes as well. But they would have to know it was there. It could prove a challenge, but they've overcome many similar challenges in the past, have they not? Mm. If what you said is true, they've located the throne, and they nearly had the crown, and are likely on their way to the scepter already. We heard they were combing the desert for the scepter, (laughs) as I recall. (laughs) Uh,
3: But I didn't know how close they were to actually finding it.
1: We haven't heard anything new since your last report, but I fear it is only a matter of time.
3: Hmm. That's quite concerning.
1: As to destroying the crown or weakening its power, I am loath to do so. It belongs on the head of the rightful ruler. The empire should one ever return, and even if not, its historical significance and—but then again, the power that one could wield for an unjust cause.
2: Mm. Taith, two things: one, what's your charisma score? Two, how <laughs> many followers do you have? Could you gather? Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. We, we have been thinking that you or one of the other high members of the Sapphire Sabers could be a good temporary wearer of the crown, you know, until we can, like, put it on display or give it to some king and they rule, right? Um, just to end the cult, what if we take the crown somewhere safe for a certain amount of time? Let's say two months. In that time, do you think you could rally this group of adventurers, and do you think that they would pledge fealty to you? (laughs) Right? Isn't that what we garnered from the crown? Like, they have to pledge fealty? They have to pledge fealty, So listen, there's Wazpel.
1: I pledge fealty to the king, and as members of this guild, all members pledge their fealty to the king.
2: So are you saying that we'd have to have the king of Ormog wear the crown in order to to get all the bonuses that the crown offers the benefits I should say sorry I'm thinking in game terms I'm thinking of bonuses but <laughs> to him I should be saying like should we have him lead the charge do you think that you through your conversations with him could convince him that the cult needs to be put down maybe not the king of Ormog but what about a king there are a lot of kings well here's something that I don't quite understand yes he remains neutral in stuff the cult isn't a neighboring nation. Like, they're not. It's not like he's going to war with another kingdom. This is him putting down infidels.
3: But it's still war. It's still a militaristic action. It, and he remains neutral when it comes to military matters. But
2: what happens when the kingdom is in a war situation? Because we are in one. I think that's all that one of us needs to. The
1: issue arises when he has to send his military power through the borders of other nations in order to attack the cult Right,
3: it's one thing to defend your own borders But the cult's here The cult is everywhere, the cult is all across Ilthrod.
2: I don't think there's anything unreasonable with asking the king to mobilize his military within his own borders and eradicate the cult influence in his own kingdom We could share with him about the red thread, like we could help him understand what's really happening And then it's possible he could eradicate the cult, at least in this nation.
3: The kingdom of Ormog is relatively small when it comes to the overall size of Ilthrod. I I don't doubt he has a massive army just sitting around waiting to not attack people, right? (laughs) He probably has a, a healthy garrison for his castle and maybe some scouting parties that travel around, but... Other than that, it's going to be like a fjord, right? Like a, uh, he gets his dukes or his barons or whatever to pull together all their farmers. His bannermen. Yeah, with his bannermen with their pitchforks and uh, sickles <laughs> and raise a levy to defend the kingdom, right? I don't think he's got just a bunch of standing men-at-arms in armor with castle-forged steel or anything. Mm. Let's ask the DM. DM, is that true?
1: (laughs) That's about right, yeah. It's a relatively small standing army, Mm. just enough to defend its own borders and deal with various incursions by tribal monsters, orcs, goblins, things like that.
2: I mean, Aslo, I remember you saying we want to play this close to the chest, but I mean, come on, we're talking to one of the highest members we know in the guild. Like, we need to figure this out. Like, is the guild where we could deposit the crown, or should we just play keep-away? I mean, is that, what we're, is that what our plan? Like, just play keep-away? We're just giving the, the cult time to find the scepter? Both, right? Tafe advised us to get the crown as far away from here
3: as possible, so let's take it with us to Marengar, and then upon our return in a few months, we'll assess the situation and see if then is the right time to bestow it upon someone else. More fitting
0: because yes the the cult may be continuing to gather power but so too is are the sapphire sabers at least tafe here is trying to mobilize against the cult
2: right, right i guess the strongest thing that's in ormog isn't the ormog you know, army it's the sapphire sabers yeah probably not in like sheer numbers but in power in level of characters yeah. <laughs> of npcs yeah right mm-hmm. they're the dream team certainly in class levels okay yeah so tafe we encourage you and entrust you with that mission Keep doing what you were already doing Which is getting together a group of adventurers Just know that we're with you And uh, yeah, we're gonna go hole out somewhere else Keep the crown safe We're gonna go on vacation
3: for a couple months A working vacation, <laughs> we'll call it And uh, we'll see when we get back
2: We'll come back with the crown safe But you stay safe yourself in that time And, and like hopefully root out the cult within the guild while we're gone That would be great you could just do that Yeah,
1: I will do all within my power to do so I bid you good fortune And pray that the cult does not find you wherever you may be going May Nero swatch over us all Agreed Thank
3: you for your time today We have very much appreciated you taking the time to sit down with us and and chat about this We're glad to have someone who is so dedicated uh, within the guild to, uh helping us with this problem now if you are worried about the bill don't at all uh, my my boss here is going to co- cover the
2: entire cost uh, of today's <laughs> meal so do you know how e- shaba do you have any idea how much fish tritons can eat oh yes i I, I watched him eat
3: most <laughs> of it actually um, he has quite the appetite as a good warrior should
0: when shaba points over his shoulder toward me I hold up stripy. In between us, so that
2: he's pointing at Stripey instead.
3: (laughs) My boss here. My criminal mastermind here. There's just
2: like a sea of plates behind Tafe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) He's had a six-course meal. You know what I just also just realized? I am technically indebted to the Church of Embastille for the price of one de-wear ratting. (laughs) (laughs) D-Lycanthropy <laughs> So we'd better get out of Dodge Before they call me up into service And we're not in Marengar
0: <laughs> <laughs> Would I know if there if the Church of Edmastil Has a presence in Marengar?
1: Uh, yeah, all the major religions Would have presence there They do, okay yeah. One of my primary goals
3: in going Ulterior motives for going to Marengar Is to set up a Church of Kavaki there. <laughs> <laughs> To missionize And <laughs> spread the, the good news Which is that Kavaki is awesome. (laughs) Yeah! Yeah, Kavaki! (laughs) (laughs) Every time time you throw up the devil horns and speak Kavaki's name, (laughs) some goats on electric
1: guitars (laughs) rip a searing solo. (laughs) Before we conclude this meeting, I have one more order of business that I would like to discuss with you. Oh, very well. That is, this is... Not quite in line with our typical policy, but some of the other Orochalcums and Adamantites and I have been discussing, and we have decided, if you should like it, that we would bestow upon you the rank of steel for your Ooh. services Ooh. rendered to
3: what? the <laughs> What? What? That came out of left field, I have to say, <laughs> Tafe. Wow. I was not expecting that.
2: How does that, But I, don't we have to, like, get approval and do a trial and get applied? And what happened there? Yeah, we've got to have sponsors.
1: I have already discussed it with those who could, would be qualified to put forth the trial, and you have their approval already.
2: Wow. What happens if we're steals? I mean, uh, yes, yes. I accept <laughs> yes. yes First of all we accept Second
0: of all what are the terms
3: Yeah, yeah and third of all I look at my watch And uh, figure out when the wedding is supposed to be From now
1: <laughs> So the last information you had is that The wedding would be towards the end of spring Or sometime in late spring And it's now mid to late winter
3: Okay, okay. Well we are all We're, we're available Let's just put it that way.
1: <laughs> we have some calendar availability. The difference is, from iron and steel, you do have to pay a little bit more you your dues, but you get... Cheaper healing potions and more of them every month. You get mm. better discounts and free basic ammunition and rations. You have legal authority equivalent to a captain of the guard. Holy oh. smozole! Wow. And you have access to purchase your own guild housing if you want, like an actual house. Wow. In within the guilds compound, we'll
3: finally be able to speak with Captain Parthen Stoutheart as though we are peers.
2: Yeah. Mm, he, he'd still be above us, right? Or no. no. he's the captain of the guard. We'd also be captain level. Captain of the guard. Yeah. Dude, we can just walk around the streets
0: accusing people of stuff. <laughs> this is awesome.
3: We can walk around the streets ordering the guards to do push ups. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Of course, part of this also comes with the understanding that you cannot abuse your authority. Otherwise, you will quickly lose it. Of right. course. Right. Of oh, course.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Push-ups are, are far from abusive. Push-ups are a form of physical exercise. <laughs> uh, they're good for your cardiovascular system. They build muscle giving the guards extra training is no abuse of any kind as far as i'm concerned
0: guys guys let's go find some people to accuse of stuff this is
2: gonna
3: be awesome i can't wait we can vigilante the heck out of this city we're straight up batman
2: now (laughs) we could use our captain's status to root out cult members that's right or accuse people of stuff well no we could literally perform a search
3: yeah we could uh Tafe, with all due respect, uh, thank you for the offer But I, I think we would definitely abuse this power <laughs> I don't think we're ready for this Yeah, day. maybe we shouldn't become Steel On second thought, can you demote us instead? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, we're not ready for this kind of responsibility Yeah,
3: just the thoughts that are already flying through my head Have made this just a non-starter for
2: me You'd have to walk us <laughs> and feed us and yeah. So I'm really excited about becoming a Steel member I don't know about you guys Yeah, this is awesome Let's do it
1: Yeah, but in all seriousness We're totally in Yeah, we're totally in <laughs> Okay, it sounded like You were seriously saying No for a second
2: <laughs> No, they're just making jokes They're just cracking jokes Don't listen to them <laughs> Take many thanks We uh, we
1: accept Yeah, just tell us Where the killing needs to happen And all, we're all about <sighs> it Yeah well, you have your mission, and that is to keep the crown safe.
3: Oh, that's literally oh, yeah. like our. to become steels is to just not mess up having the crown.
0: Or like we're being given the steel, skipping the trial altogether.
1: Yes, you're, <gasps> you're being given the steel membership right now. What? Wow. Wow. But he is expecting you <laughs> to keep the crown safe and away from here is your duty now man yeah wow okay <laughs> as tave is saying this
3: there's a slight breeze in the room and a shava shaped hole in the door <laughs> and i'm back talking to Rivenend. here's my old badge where's the steel one <laughs>
0: <laughs> i i pause for a second i think and i pull the two of you aside and say guys Do you think it's possible that he finds us obnoxious and he's just trying to get us to leave the country because he doesn't like us? Yeah, he's
2: buttering us up with this promotion. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, you get to be steals. Why don't you go over to this other country to keep the crown safe? Yeah, we can't use all of our new perks if we're away from the guild house. Exactly.
3: If he found us irritating like most other people do, then he would just send us away without The promotion The promotion (laughs) is the sign That he actually finds That what we have to offer Is of value
0: Or is the promotion A way of getting us to leave
3: No like I said I
2: think. No I think It's a trust thing
3: Yeah he made a case For just having us leave Without the steel membership
2: Yeah We did also like Fight a flesh golem Inside the guild house I mean We've demonstrated Steel level strength I guess
3: I mean members of the cult Don't battle and kill Other members of the cult Right like that makes us more trustworthy than 90% of the guild.
2: Yes, that's true. hmm Yeah, for us to, like, do it front and center. It's almost like some sort of universe designed that encounter to get us to this point, mm. becoming steels.
3: Well, I think that's an offshoot. I think that's a, a result.
2: You, you don't believe that Kavaki works that way, Shaba? <laughs> I believe <laughs> Kavaki that Kavaki works in mysterious Kavaki ways. Kavaki
3: works in very mysterious ways. I will always <laughs> believe that. But, I mean, for whatever reason... We're now, uh, we've been validated. Our contribution to the guild has has been affirmed.
2: Yeah, so uh, we accept. Thank you, Taith. And yeah, we'll handle the bill. Yeah, it was nice nice hanging out with you. We shake his hand.
1: He shakes yours as well. We shake his fin. (laughs) I look forward to seeing you again once things have calmed down a bit.
3: Hmm, As do we.
1: Stay strong, don't
3: fall prey to the cult, and keep doing the good work. And you as well.
1: Once again, all is guided by Neros, and we pray it is in our favor as well. Mm, And may Kavaki
3: guide Neros so that Neros may guide you.
1: (laughs) Do you even remember who Neros is?
0: No,
2: not entirely. Isn't Neros the uh, god of... Chance? No, Nero's is yeah.
1: yes. Fate, fate and luck. Uh,
2: right? Yeah, that's Nero's. Nero's.
1: In this case, he's invoking both of them, hoping that fortune is with you, but also that fate indicates that your mission will succeed. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, okay. it's you know, whatever the, your fate is.
2: Right. May Nero's be near to your fate. Yes. May Nero's be near us.
3: <laughs> and may Kavaki, Kavak us. <laughs> As well.
0: Mikavaki Kavakon
1: <laughs> Mikavaki Kavaki <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, All of that good stuff.
2: Alright, so yeah, let's go get some health potions and skedaddle. Yeah. Let's do it.
3: I pick Ribbon end up by the collar and say I love you man. Today's a great day. <laughs> do you want me to buy you a drink? You really look like you could use one. It's been a long day at the front desk How about
2: he's working right now. He can't drink. Oh,
3: sorry, Rivenend. I put you, I put him down. What I meant to say was, give me my new badge. Sucker! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I've just received word, and I have your new badges prepared here. Yes. He pulls out the brand new shiny steel badges. Ooh, these are badges this that no
3: one's sweet. worn before? Are they refurbished like our current badges?
2: No, no, no. He's cleaned the blood off from the previous owner. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. When we upgrade, I think I never thought about this. Do we turn in our previous badges? Yeah, we to did get the when new
3: ones. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, we went from bronze to. So iron. these
2: probably have been used by somebody else who's an ex-steel.
3: Yeah, we we have actually had that discussion. It was just callback humor from like. You know, a hundred episodes ago, or whatever it was. Yeah, I know. When was the last
2: time we like upgraded? Like we never level up, and we never rank up in the guild. It's probably
3: about fifty
1: episodes <laughs> at this point.
3: Yeah, it's been a while. But my, yeah, my point was that we get badges that are from other people, most likely.
1: Uh, Actually, the steel badges look brand new. You can see they've got your names engraved. Ooh. Ah, the fancies. Wow.
2: So maybe fewer people become steels, so they actually, like, use guild funds to make new Mm (laughs) steels. Right. But they don't bother with the lower ranks, because it's like, (laughs) whatever.
3: Well, yeah, as we know, I mean, the bronzies wash out or get killed, and the irons usually just... Meet their end.
2: Yeah, Ironites die like every day. Right, (laughs) but Bronzies don't even make it to the battle.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, remember we said that bronze (laughs) quests are the quests that Mithril members do on the way to other quests.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Take this package to the little old lady at the uh, the end cottage on the next town
0: over. Yep. Yeah, that's a bronze quest. Yep. Rescue the cat out of the tree.
3: Rescue the boy from the goblins. Mm -hmm. Ooh, wait. Speaking of
2: quests. Could we check the board?
3: I don't know that we really want to, because we'll be tantalized and tempted by all these quests. Oh, yeah, Yeah. we're
2: leaving. We're leaving. No, no. We need to leave. Uh, I'll ask
3: Ribbonend. The Sapphire Saber doesn't perchance have any offices in Marengar, does it? I didn't think there was much chance of that, but figured I'd ask.
1: No. We don't have any satellite offices that far out.
3: Mm, Okay. Well, we'll set one up for you when we're over there. No sweat. (laughs) I'm going to have one of those buildings where it's, like, two stores connected, like, in one of the towns near us, we have a, like, there's, like, a Mexican restaurant that's attached to an AT&T, like, cell phone store. (laughs) So we're going to have that. It's going to be a a Temple of Kavaki attached to a Sapphire Saver Guild Hall.
0: (laughs) Attached to a Mexican restaurant. (laughs) Wait, guys, guys, guys. I had an idea.
3: <laughs> exactly
0: Stop in, grab some food Worship Kabaki, get a cell phone Head home <laughs> Wait, what was that? I forget the other. Oh yeah, Sapphire Savior
3: <laughs> Join the guild and Get a burrito <laughs> Renew your cell phone plan
2: And head home <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's a
0: one-stop shop.
2: What were <laughs> you saying? Tukas? Sorry, you had an idea, so, Tokus? Two things. Two things. One, I think we already know what we're going to do is maybe buy some health potions under the new discount. Yep, that's the first thing. Step one. Second thing. This is maybe something for Thane to chew on. Now that we know what the fairy dust actually does, I would love to like right before we leave hit up the alchemist guild and like. I have lots of money. We have some time. And I have more skill now, like, see if I could learn about some sort of a recipe that, like, has a duration. I mean, it'd be so cool to, like, learn something like that, you know, or purchase something like that. I mean, surely, like, how how do they stay afloat? Surely they sell potions, right?
3: Well, they stay afloat through their dues. That's how guilds work, is primarily the dues of the membership pay for the overhead of the organization. That being said, though... Do you know? I guess your alchemist guild is just in the Nept, right? There's there's no satellite offices for that either. Correct.
2: Yeah. So maybe I hit them up and see if there's something they could cook up for for me to experiment with the the fairy dust. What do you guys say? Is that worth? A trip?
1: I mean, you have access to do research there, so if you wanted to spend time researching your own potions. However, alchemists tend to be very secretive and protective of the things that they've learned. So being a member of the guild gives you access to research it, but they're not likely to tell you how to make things on your own.
2: I know there's one alchemist at that place that doesn't hate my guts. (laughs) I could go when Esrik's there.
3: Yeah, just make sure that whatever gold you spend, you leave enough left over for the teleportation costs.
2: Guys, I'm going to blow all my gold on a super awesome potion. Nice. (laughs) And then I'll go to Marengard naked through the teleporter. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be able to afford that. That is a good plan. You at least be
0: able, be able to call up your weapons. That your weapon bonded to. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. you guys did. You guys interrupted me. I was trying to commune with the new Warhammer and bond myself to it. That's true. <laughs> yep. So I need to do that too, so I don't have to pay for my weapons. <laughs> the real the thing that's going to put me under is my plate mail. Yeah, mm. sixty pounds. Granted, because I'm small, but... Well,
3: guys, can't we just put all our gear in the satchel for the trip over?
2: Yeah, I thought that was the plan, wasn't it? We were going to put most of our stuff in the interdimensional space? Yeah, that works, right?
3: How much does it hold?
2: I can't remember. Uh, It has a limit on size and weight, right?
3: It's like cubic feet, and then weight is
2: like 500 pounds or something. Well, we just put our heaviest stuff in it. Like, definitely my plate mail. 125 cubic feet or 500 pounds? I mean, I think between the three of us, we have more than 500 pounds worth of stuff?
3: No, I'm, I'm carrying less than 100 pounds, 96.5 pounds worth of gear. Okay. But I myself weigh over 300 pounds, so <laughs> it's all muscle.
0: All right, so we'll put Shaba in the satchel.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, we have to pay for our own body weight, don't we? Or is it extra gear that we pay for?
1: No, you. the fee is for creatures, it's a set fee, and then weight beyond whatever the creature is
2: Oh, right, we need to pay for our mounts, no matter how we skin a cat We gotta pay for our mounts if we want them over there
0: mm-hmm. Right, or is it cheaper to just buy new mounts? Just don't tell him I said that
2: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Ralph would be so indignant (laughs) Yeah he would We could leave our mounts here at the Sapphire Saber I mean
3: that's where they've been this whole time
2: It might make sense to purchase new mounts Because like how expensive would it be to transport Our current mounts that we didn't spend that much on In the first place
1: Mm -hmm. It would be more expensive than buying new ones Yeah
2: Yeah, okay We'll just find a stables once we get over there
3: (laughs) Maybe we can just rent some (laughs) Just (laughs) borrow some from a farmer Rent a horse (laughs)
2: <laughs> we have to pay for Stripey He just said pets Like creatures have to be paid for Yeah, that's fine I can afford it Well, Stripey's expensive He's big now Oh, that's what I should research A potion of shrink weight And we I should just shrink <laughs> Stripey down Temporarily
3: I didn't, uh, during a recent session Didn't we, um, determine how much Stripey actually weighs
1: Probably, I have 52 written down 52 pounds. But again, he's a creature, so you'd pay on the creature scale.
2: All right. Yeah.
1: So to go to Restergan, which is the one teleportation circle in Marengar that they have that's anywhere near where you want to go, will cost 114 gold and 4 silver per person. And then every 20 pounds or fraction thereof of additional gear is 22 gold, 8 silver, 8 copper.
2: But if we're hoping to put most of all our stuff in the interdimensional space, plus or minus Tokus's weapons, plus or minus Stripey, it should be pretty cheap for all of us. Like, we just have to... Maybe we'll help split the cost and offset paying for Stripey, because Stripey should... I mean, if we strip down to our clothes, aren't we not really paying much of anything? Right. I mean, we have to pay for the crown because you don't want to take it off, right? Or has it been a week? It hasn't been a week.
1: Uh, it's been a. It's been two days.
2: Yeah, so like, we should... Calculate
1: that we're paying for the crown and stripy Just for your basic clothes and whatever Just get that 20 pounds the first cost in there So 22.88 And then if you have anything heavy that you want to bring
3: Okay, so what we'd be wearing on our persons Yeah, that would be covered under that 20 pounds So that we could put everything else into the satchel
2: Minus the crown and stripy
3: Sure, of course And then what would the cost be for stripy? Same as for you
0: one fourteen.
2: Oh, really? It's not just that he's like extra gear. I thought. I Yikes. thought the way that you were charging for mounts was by weight. I didn't realize you were charging for like another creature. Yeah. So, like, we're gonna yeah. need to pool our money together to be able to afford to also teleport Stripey, to get or, or Shava. You can summon your creature. How does, how does your summon creature thing work? I think it's only if he dies, isn't it? Yeah, it's only if he dies. Yeah, so we kill Stripey. <laughs>
3: right, so we murder Stripey and then resummon him over there. And then we resummon him. <laughs> then on the way back, we murder him again, and then I resummon him, when we get back here. Yes, good plan. I like
2: it. To save a hundred and... <laughs> Perfect. I mean, so if we weren't a podcast drama that's being shared with the world... You realize that we would totally metagame that and kill Stripey. Everything I just (laughs) said, we would totally do. Yes, we would absolutely do that. But because this is a family-friendly medium, (laughs) maybe we do the right thing and just find a way to pay for Stripey. And pay 200-plus gold to transport him. Or if you don't want to summon him, like, so Thane said we can't transport living things into the extra-dimensional space. We could transport a dead stripey into the interdimensional space.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, the total cost for all four of you plus 20 pounds of gear is 480 gold, 0.48. One way. One way, yes. Maybe we should take a boat.
0: Uh, Yeah, how much cheaper
2: is the boat or what's the cost of uh, taking a ship? (laughs) So we're going to have no money once we get there.
1: Taking a ship depends on where you plan to arrive, and you could spend a few days looking around to get the best deal, so it's somewhat randomized. Going to Teev, which is the country where Aslo is most wanted, that's where you were in prison before, hmm. but it's also the closest place. That would be between, like, 70 and 90 gold per person, hmm. and take about three weeks to get there.
2: But at least we're not being charged for our extra stuff. It's significantly cheaper.
1: Yeah. Uh, going to Porin takes about 100 to 140, something like that, and it would be about a month. And Porin is next to Teev. It's one of the three countries that you heard that Felmandar has been performing in Porin, Tiv and Ransdell. Mm. Mm. 140 a 100 to 140, meaning for all of us? That's for each. Oh, so that's like the same price.
2: Well, the 70 to 90 is pretty good, but. I guess I guess if the teleportation circle is gonna get us a lot close to our destination, maybe we should just bite the bullet.
1: Well you wanna look at the map?
2: You guys already looking at it? Yeah, I just pulled it up.
1: It's basically straight west from where you are when you start off. You'll see Teev and Porin and then Randsdale's just north of that. And a little bit further north there's the little star in Therad, which is where you would teleport to.
0: Okay. And where is it that we most recently heard that Falmandar was performing?
1: He's been traveling through those three countries, Ranstil, Tyr and Porin. Okay. So you'd have to get over there, figure out which country he's in at the moment, and then find his caravan. And, yeah. Right. And that's a pretty long space. So if you teleport in there, that could be as far as like six or seven hundred miles that you'd walk or ride, depending on exactly where he is.
0: Hmm. You said it's currently mid to late winter? Yes. Okay. So the good news is we still have roughly three months until the wedding, because he said late spring. We obviously don't want to cut it too close because we don't know when exactly. But yeah, yeah, I feel like we could do either one. We could teleport over there, track him down, and then take a boat back when we have a little more time to work with. Mm -hmm. I think that might be our best bet.
3: Yeah, I think either way we teleport over there. I mean, I have enough gold just by myself to teleport all of us over there one way. So it's not going to be a problem to teleport Stripey. It's just... Awkwardly expensive.
0: Yeah, I think we'll be fine on on costs
3: as well. So why don't we stock up on some healing potions at the guild? How much do they cost now
1: for steel members? You can get two of them for twenty each. All
2: right. Wow. It's a good deal. Do that. Yeah, I'll do the same. That's a lot cheaper. Likewise. So
3: do we want to spend the last five days until the crown conveys its charisma bonus to Aslo, uh, resting at the guild? Or do we just want to go to Maringar and spend those five? Because like, if we get locked up in Maringar or something, then they'll probably confiscate the crown. So I think it's probably safer to stay at the guild and just let it happen, right? Just get that charisma bonus done.
2: I mean, I feel like we're going against what Tafe just asked us to do, though.
3: Not by staying an extra five. I mean, it's going to take you a couple of days to do your research on the potion anyway.
2: Yeah, I mean, I want a sweet potion to use the fairy dust on. You're not wrong. Yeah, and the... The guild
3: remains the safest place for us, especially when it comes to keeping an item on you at all times. Mm -hmm. So why don't we do that? We'll rest here for five days. We'll get the crown to convey its charisma bonus, and then we will teleport to Marengar. Does that sound good to everybody? I think so, yeah. And Tokus will research a potion with Ezric at the Alchemist Guild.
2: Yep. Sounds like a plan. All right.
3: That's the plan, then.
2: I'll just research the fairy dust and learn a way to, like, produce more and more fairy dust.
3: That's that's the real answer. <laughs> to manufacture fairy dust, right? Yeah, and then we
2: stop being <laughs> adventurers and we just sell fairy dust. <laughs> Perfect.
1: So plan now decided. You settle down in your rooms. I guess, Aslo, you're probably not going to spend much time outside of your room if you don't have to.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be it. as holed up as possible. You're just meditating on the crown? Yeah. In the crown? With the crown? Mm-hmm getting in touch with your inner Kavaki (laughs) something like that
1: yeah